This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. And thank you, Brent Musburger. It's always good to hear Brent Musburger say my name. <laughs> yes, I love that. Hey, uh, welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, uh, coming up, if you missed our first hour, you missed a heck of an hour. You missed uh, Paul Whittington talking about uh, NASCAR, talking about his new baby that was born last Saturday. So within the last uh, week since we've had him on, and uh, talking about ECU football, all that. We had a really good time with him. You missed Michael Martin and I uh, talking about uh, just the the terrible ending to the Down East Wood Ducks game. We're going to talk about that uh, at least a couple more times here. But it is Football Friday. <coughs> Excuse me. What that means is we have our coaches on from uh, around our neck of the woods and especially for our game of the week, which is tonight. Hold on. Uh... Uh, which is uh, South Lenore, one and three overall. They travel to Kenston, who is two and two. Both teams coming off a loss last week. And Davis Wholesale Tire is the sponsor of our game of the week. For more than 60 years, Davis Wholesale Tire has been going the extra mile for you. Thank you to Davis Wholesale Tire for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, Friday Night Football here on The Bull, and our weekly basketball broadcast right here on 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com. Stop by and see the experts at Davis Wholesale Tire on Highway 70 in Kinston for your next set of new or used tires. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose. Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Down East Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Down East Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing Eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I called Down East Protection Systems. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Down East Protection Systems. And every one of those sponsors you just heard of, they are not just sponsors here on the Brian Hanks Show. They are also sponsors that uh, bring you Friday night football here on betonthebull.com and 960 a.m. Very honored to have each one of them. And you heard the first one there, the Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week. It's South Lenore at Kenston. South Lenore is 1-3 overall. Kenston is 2-2. Two two. Uh, the Vikings lead this overall series 19-1. to one. Uh, They've won the last 17 years in a row. Uh, Kenston has averaged 37.9 points in that streak. South Lenore has averaged 5.3, including being shut out seven times uh, last year. Kinston won in deep run 36 to three, and that is uh, it's going to be a heck of a game tonight, though. I think uh, two very young teams, two teams that kind of uh, <clears throat> echo each other a, a little bit. And Ricky Whaley, you're right. Ricky Whaley just messaged me and said, A great day for football. Well, by God, he is absolutely right. It is a great day for football. Uh, and again, our big game tonight the uh, South, uh, South Lenore Blue Devils. 
one and three overall at the Kenston Vikings. Two and two is going to be a heck of a game. Other games going on tonight. We've got Parrot Academy at Rocky Mount Academy. We've got North Pitt at Green Central. We've got West Craven at Aiden Grifton, and then Jones Senior at Lakewood. But the game of the week, uh, right here on BetOnTheBull.com, nine sixty a.m. and BetOnTheBull.com worldwide is uh, South North Kenston. We're honored to be joined by the head football coach of those Kenston Vikings. He's the winningest coach in Lenore County history. It's our friend Ryan Diesel Giesman joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, sir. I hope you are. I am. I got to tell you, uh, Jason Bryant was – I was at the Wood Ducks game last night, and Jason Bryant was keeping me up to date via text on uh, the JV game. We don't talk a lot of JV, but goodness gracious, a heck of a game last night in deep run, wasn't it, coach? Yes, sir. Uh, definitely a big battle for us. Battled back, come out with the victory. But very exciting Thursday night football here in Lenore County last night. And I tell you what, I'm looking forward to the same kind of thing tonight over at Viking Field, too, Coach. And to me, it's two teams that that sort of echo each other a little bit. There's probably more talent, but there is pro- there is more talent on that Kenston sideline. But it's just amazing how you guys, like I said, are, are just sort of mirrors of each other i mean most of your talent your your talent positions are all underclassmen you've got some seniors on the team uh but i mean it, it is kind of unique the way these two teams are built this year isn't it coach yes sir i mean i just believe that both of us are uh are playing a lot of youth which is good for your future but uh with some veterans veterans sprinkling in there to help lead the way and uh you know i think both of us are going in the right direction with with our programs coach Harrell's done a great job building that program in the three years he's been there and uh look forward to tonight absolutely well let's look back at last week coach uh 12 to 7 lost washington and i wasn't there but uh our mutual good friend uh, the son of kinston scott whittington was there and he kind of gave me a little report on it and he said and i just want to get your reaction to this he said that it was a lot like that duke clemson game earlier this year where uh, clemson goes up to duke they just dominate the game uh, statistically. I mean, Clemson, what, was on the one-yard line twice, was unable to punch it in, and just unfortunate things happened to the Tigers that night. Duke comes away with a win. That's the way Scott described what happened last week with Washington, that you guys had no trouble really moving the ball. It was just getting it into the end zone. Is that a, is that a pretty good uh, roundup of what Scott said, or is that a pretty good roundup of what happened, I guess? I guess the old Duke fan of Scott did a good job of reporting right there. Uh, uh, yeah, very true. We were we were one for five inside the red zone, and uh, actually one for three inside the ten in scoring. So uh, you uh, definitely can say that uh, that was a point of emphasis this week in practice. And uh, uh, you know we got to capitalize on those drives where like we we had no issues moving the ball twenty to twenty. And uh, but you know for some reason I guess the red zone meant stop for us last week and. Uh, you know, that can't happen if we want to be a successful football program. Absolutely. Again, that voice you listen to Ryan Diesel Giesman joining us this morning here on the Brian Hank Show. You'll also hear him later on today on the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame shows. We get ready for tonight's South Norwich Kenston game. Just that inability to punch it in, is that maybe uh, one of the things you've told us all season long, Coach Diesel, is that, listen, this is a young team. I mean, when we look at your team, I mean, it is. I mean, a lot of your skill positions are filled by underclassmen. Is that maybe just a byproduct of that youth, Coach? I mean, it could be. and uh, But, you know, it's not our expectation. We believe that we have the guys in the right places. And, uh, like I said, we had, you know, plenty of opportunities. And just, you know, just got to capitalize. And, 
I guess, you know, kind of right. You know, it's going to come with time, but uh, it, it's, it's conference play now. And yep. if we want to be successful and if we want to make, we want to make the playoffs, we, we got to make a run now and it starts tonight. Well, you're the king of the segue, coach, because that's exactly where I was going. If you've got to have a situation like that happen, then you would rather it happen in the last non-conference game than for it to happen in a conference game, correct? Very true. Uh, you know, because you know, conference is uh, is a is a is a big deal. It can be the be all, say all, and uh, uh, you know, it's it's, a, it's great to start our night off tonight against the against the county rival and uh, play for the Jimmy Smith Cup and uh, game one of that. And you know, you know, like I said, you know, it's it's, it's been here a good while here at Kinston and and want want to keep it that way. Absolutely. Again, that voice you listen to, Ryan Diesel Giesman here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning. Hey, Coach, I, I want to give you a chance. And, I mean, I know you've spoke just very, very highly of Will Harrell and the job that he's been doing over at uh, South and North. You have done that in the previous couple of years. He's now had the helms of this program now for a couple of seasons. What are the differences, uh, uh, the differences, the improvements, whatever that you would like to say about what uh, Coach Harrell has done over at South and North, Coach? Huh, you know, I mean, you, you can look at the facilities and the primitive facilities. He's, he's completely redone their their locker room and, and taking a lot of pride in the, in the facilities. And, uh, you know, and then the, getting the numbers out there, having a JV program. The JV is the future. And, and uh, like I said, just, just getting, you know, buying from, from those guys, like I said, to have a JV and a varsity program and, and the community as well. And, you know, with, with you, know, you know, even so this year, you know, taking on the AD role, He's got even even more invested into into that full athletic program now, and uh, he's done a he's done a fantastic job, and and you you can you know you can see it in, in the work he's putting out there. Absolutely. What do you expect tonight, Coach? And again, uh, Ryan Diesel Geesman on the line with us this morning on our Spence Automotive guest line, uh, and we'll go more in depth when we talk to you on the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show uh, tonight. But what I, you know, even more than what you're expecting to see tonight, what have you seen with this South North team on uh, on film over their first four games of their season? Oh, uh, you know, you know they, they do have youth at quarterback, but uh, he does have a good supporting cast of, of athletes uh, around him. And, you know, on the edge with with some you know some good speed and size, and you know they they have uh, a freshman running back who's who's one of the fastest kids in the county, and uh, just you know like I said, I mean it should be you know, kind of you know a big moment for all of our kids playing the first first game of the Jimmy Jimmy Cup Jimmy Smith Cup and. Uh, you know, just just how how are how is our youth going to respond and follow that that senior leadership that both of our programs have? You know what, and I, I mean this, uh, Coach Kieselman, and I mean this in all sincerity. It 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 makes me smile when you bring and you've now brought it up twice that this is the first leg of the uh, Jimmy Smith Cup, the first leg of the of the county championship uh, between Kinston, North Lenore, and South Lenore, and. And again, it just it makes me smile that that that's a big deal to you, and you make sure it's a big deal to your guys too, don't you, Coach? Oh yes, sir. Uh, we we've, we've had the uh, Jimmy Smith Cup in, in in all of our meetings this week before we wanted to practice. Uh, it's one of the last things we talked about practice every single day, just just to get them to understand what what the what this game means this week, uh, you know, and then finishing up the season against North Lenore and uh, just just you know just. You know, I mean, what Jimmy Smith has done for Lenore County and athletics and football, you know, and all the sports that he's coached, he's, he's meant a lot. And, and uh, it's a great mentor. And, and if, you know, if you need someone to look up to, that's, that's a great one to look up to. 
Man, that is awesome. It's so so cool to hear you say that. What are the goals? And, I mean, I know this is a road we've gone down before, Coach, but I know in the past you've told me that, you know, you guys have your goals as you go into every season. And especially, like you said, as you enter the East Central 2A race, which begins tonight uh, throughout uh, throughout the conference. But, but break down those goals for us. I know it starts with the count winning the county championship and then from there, Coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess the way the one I, I guess I know that the way our the way the way our goals go is, you know, we'd love to be undefeated non-conference, and then you know, go into conference play and win a conference championship, and along with that, with both both teams being in conference, you know, uh, winning the Jimmy Smith Cup, and you know, playing, you know, you know, late in that second week of December, you know, are always our goals, and no matter you know who we have, you know, on our team or what our staffs like, those those are our goals. And, yeah, our guys know it, and that's that's what we're shooting for. As we enter the conference race here, Coach, I mean, I, you know, I always like to ask you going into the season, and even after the first game of the season as you're going into week two, but it is. It's a new season starts tonight. Everybody is 0-0 in the East Central 2A. Well, what what do you anticipate for this conference race this year, Coach? Uh, it's, it's, it's the toughest 2A conference in the East. Uh, when you when you have a defending state champion and a defending eastern regional uh, eastern regional runner up, both in your conference and and both both teams like that and the staff the, the guys they return the staff they have, uh, you know there's going to be great football there. James Keenan James Keenan's right there with them. Duplin County sets the standard, and um, uh, you know just you know Southwest Onslow's on, on the come up, and then you got the three little county schools like that. It's it's the uh, it's the toughest two A conference in the East football wise and. Uh, We've got our work cut out for us, but uh, it's exciting football and look forward to it. I got to tell you, I've been a little bit surprised. I'm not going to put words in your mouth. This is me saying this. I've been a little bit surprised with the way uh, Wallace started out this year. I mean, obviously, they played just a killer schedule, but the way they've started out this year, I've been as surprised that East Duplin, who lost, what, 20 seniors or whatever it was from last year's state championship team, that they have started out the way they have. And for folks who don't know, Wallace is 1-3, and three, nor, or, uh, East Duplin is 4-0, and oh, I don't know. I mean, that's from my point of view. What about you, Coach? What, the, the way we're going into the conference season, how surprised, lack of surprise, how do you feel about this conference race going into it, sir? I mean, you know, I believe that, you know, if, if Wallace Wallace has made it out healthy, I believe they're, 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 they're still the conference favorite. Um, you know, when you have a rich tradition like that, it's hard to find non-conference games, and they're not scared to play anybody. And, and I do believe that, you know, yes, they're one and three, but you know they they are battle tested, and as long as they're healthy, they're going to make some noise. And uh, you know you look, you know Coach Mossinger does a great job there, and then you know, you know Coach Holly, he's, he's always done a great job there at East Duplin. And no matter what he's got, he's always going to have his guys well prepared, well coached, and uh, you know those guys are buying in. And you know with four and zero start, you know it's big for that program to continue off the success they had last year. And you know it's it's like you know it's it's Duplin County. Uh, they 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 set the standard and. Uh, you know, I, th- I think that they'll they'll be just fine. You know what? And and I'd love to get your thoughts on this too. It's almost like how when we had Wes Craven in our conference every year, and they would inevitably start out one and three, or maybe even I think they had an zero and four start, but their games were always against Newburn and Havelock and another big team in that uh, first four games. You do the same thing, Coach. I mean, you like lining up those heavyweights in the first four games of the season because. You you would rather go in one and three and be battle tested, or even two and two like you are uh, going into tonight's game, than to be four and zero and have played four cupcakes in the first four weeks of the season, wouldn't you, Coach? 
Yes, sir. I mean, as long as, long as you can come out healthy in, in those first four weeks and be well-tested well and battle-tested and, and seeing some things going that you're going to see going into, the, you know, into your conference schedule. And like I said, the biggest thing is being healthy. And uh, that, that, that definitely prepares your guys. And, uh, you know, when you get to conference place, you know, a lot, of, a lot of times the game will slow down for, for your young, especially your young guys. They get that, those game experiences early. Uh, you know, it can be great for your program going throughout the conference season. Well, very good. Well, listen, we're going to save uh, the game preview of tonight's South Sonora Kenson game. We'll save that for the Real Low Discount Drugs pregame show. Begins at 5 o'clock tonight right here on Bet on the Bull. We'll have uh, Ryan Diesel Giesemann will be our last interview just mere moments uh, before we uh, kick off tonight's game. Coach, hey, thank you so much for joining me here this morning and really look forward to talking to you later as we get ready for tonight's game, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Diesel Giesemann, head football coach at uh, at Kenston High School. And again, uh, appreciate him joining us here this morning, but you'll get to hear more from him tonight during our Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. It begins at 5 o'clock. We'll talk to him. We'll talk to Will Harrell from South Lenore, who is going to ironically be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll also talk to uh, Matt Beeman from uh, Arundel Parrot Academy. We'll talk to Paul Cornwell from Aiden Grifton. We'll talk to Jay Wilson from Green Central during that. We might have, we've already told you we're going to talk to uh, Paul Whittington, too. Uh, he's not going to be able to be at the game tonight, but he'll give us some of his insight for some of these games that are going to be played tonight. We'll get his picks, too. Uh, we'll talk to Jason Bryant, who is uh, I got you got to give you got to give the devil his due. Jason Bryant is leading uh, our uh, our picks this year. He's by himself, if I'm right. I think he's got so many. Then one game back is uh, Coach Smith and maybe Paul, and then I think Spence and I are in last place two games back. So, uh, but you'll get analysis from all of us tonight of not just the uh, the game of the week, the uh, South Lenore Kenston game which I think is going to be a pretty good game. And uh, you'll also get to hear uh, our predictions and our, our thoughts on Parrot Academy at Rocky Mount Academy. You'll get to hear about uh, North Pitt at Green Central, West Craven at Aiden Grifton, Jones Senior at Lakewood. And just as a reminder, if you're going, wait a minute, what about North Lenore? Well, North Lenore is off tonight. Uh, Bethel Christian has not played a regular season game yet. They will open their regular season next week against Wilson Community Christian. Uh, we'll, we're excited to be uh, adding them to our Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, too, though. Uh, we'll be talking to uh, the head coach of the Trojans uh, next week, too, as part of our uh, pregame show. So there you go. Tell you what, let me thank uh, our uh, exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show is UNC Lenore Healthcare, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare, for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. And joining us on our Spence Automotive Guest Line, our big interview today, it's South Lenore Head Football Coach Will Harold joining us here on the show this morning. How are you doing this morning, sir? 
Doing good, Brian. Just left Malt Hill doing a little carpool this morning. <laughs> very good, very good. Y'all aren't doing the little visit stuff that you did last week, are you? Yes, we did. I uh, actually did all three elementary schools today, and we had volleyball and cheerleading and football players helping the kids get out of the car, and we had a few coaches out there. And, you know, just, just giving back, you know, big things. The kids were excited to see us again. You know, I was at Malt Hill, and, uh, you know, Coach Jerry Barnett, or I guess now Principal Barnett, was a uh, I said, Coach, we'll put you guys on payroll, put you on staff. You come do this every day. So I just decided to see us every Friday. I thought that was neat last week, Coach. I mean, you just said it offhandedly, uh, you know, the, hey, you know, you, you'd visited uh, Moss Hill. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay. Then I saw all the pictures of it. Uh, and it, it's just awesome. What a great opportunity for your student leaders. And I'm talking about on your football team and uh, your other student athletes and other sports, too. To be a part of this, well, it really teaches. It really shows them how to be servant leaders, doesn't it, Coach? Absolutely. And you get ready, Brian. It's going to be a bunch of pitches here shortly, I can promise you. Um, not only that, but, you know, just, you know, those those kids down the elementary schools, I mean, it's not going to be very long. They're going to be your volleyball players, cheerleaders, and football players and other sports. So, I mean, it's just good to let them see, um, you know, those those uh, student athletes that's out there right now, it wasn't long ago they were in elementary school. So just to see, let those kids see, you know, what opportunities they could have. They come to South and Old and, you know, just trying to uh, bridge that gap a little bit. Well, I mentioned this uh, during the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show last week as we were uh, at your uh, game last night for Richland, or last week for Richlands and South Lenore. And it uh, it's also, I mean, and I know you're not doing it for this purpose, but it's also, it's kind of like a, a neat little recruiting tool too, isn't it, that these kids get a chance to, these elementary school kids and middle school kids get a chance to see the, the kids that they look up to too, isn't it, sir? Oh, absolutely. And we had, uh, I mean, just leaving the, elementary school that was they come out coach at the game home tonight i mean they were you know we're not home tonight we're in kent you guys come on out you know i know coach gizmo appreciate all the gate money he can get and uh so just another way to get people to the game get them excited and uh like i said like you know show them a little bit of what they can do in the future for us out here south of I love it. On the line with us right now will harrell the head football coach athletics director at south north high school joining us on the Brian Hanks show. And as I mentioned last week, that was our game of the week. Richlands at South Sonora and coach the best way. And this is the way that I, I talked about it was that, listen, you, you can't fall behind 12 to nothing in the first two minutes of the game and just have the bad luck that the blue devils had last week in that first couple of minutes of the game. And, and it's hard to bounce back from that when you're down 12 to nothing, two minutes into the game, isn't it coach? Yeah, and that was the whole whole thing at halftime. I said, guys, you spot anybody two touchdowns in two minutes, it don't matter who it is. They got all the momentum. Um, you gave them two quick, easy scores, two big plays, two explosive plays. It, it's tough, especially young as we are. And, uh, you know, one thing I'll say about it, I mean, the score didn't dictate it, but the kids never quit. No. And they kept rolling. Yeah. But anytime, anytime you give somebody two, and I always tell them, I learned a long time ago when I was a young coach, the football is really a race of 21. If you can get somebody down 21 to nothing, about 90% of the time you're going to be fine. That's <laughs> uh, something crazy. It, it might even be – Coach, I'll even pump that up and say it might even be 98% of the time you're fine. If you get up, like you said, 21 <laughs> right. to nothing on somebody, a lot of times you don't lose that game. And it just – here's what I was impressed by, and I know Coach Smith was too, Coach, was that – Yes, you fell behind 12 to nothing, but I almost described it as a sandwich last week. I mean, it was a bad start, 
But then in the middle part of the game, it's like you said, I don't think the final score indicated what that game was like because you settled your guys down. You got it down to workable where it seemed like, you know, you guys were back in the game and then just a couple of unfortunate things there in the third quarter too, which pushed that lead up and then eventually made it where it was a running clock. It just, I, I love the way the team looked in the middle part of the game. I guess is what I'm saying. The sandwich part of the game, the meat part of the game, coach. Yeah. I mean, it, I told him, I said, I guess we're just allergic to the end zone tonight for some reason. But, uh, you know, there was, there was times that, you know, we looked, we looked fine. And then those other times just didn't look good. And, I mean, we had the opportunity to score right there for half and uh, just couldn't get it lined up, didn't realize the situation. And, you know, we were hauling on the sideline, go, go, go. And we're sitting there waiting and just, you know, just a little mental error there. Then, you know, we had opportunities again and just, you know, didn't come through with it. Just like I said, all season, man, we're young, we're growing, just learning from a lot of experiences. And, you know, we can practice and do this and do that, but there's nothing like getting on the field and the clock running, the whistle blowing. You got somebody in another color over there. And, man, it's just going to take a little time. But, I mean, I mean, we watched the film this week. We, we finally really understood what was going on. And, like, Coach, you know, that was a bonehead thing. I said, guys, we just got to learn from it and grow. That's just the bottom line. Well, it's almost and I just got off the phone with Diesel. We just talked to him here on the show, too, uh, right before you, Coach. And he was talking about his loss last week, the 12-7 to loss to uh, Washington. And it, you guys have so many similarities. I mean, you really do. I mean, you almost mirror each other. And you've got some senior leaders on your team. But most of your talent between you and the Kinston Vikings are, are, are you know, lower classmen or, uh, you know, younger underclassmen. I mean, you're, like you said, your starting quarterback is a freshman. Your starting running back is a freshman. Do you think part of and I'm asking you the exact same question I asked Diesel, do you think some of the problems that happened last week was that byproduct of you guys being so young, Coach? It is, and, then, you know, we've seen it throughout the throughout the season. I mean, the best thing about a freshman is you're going to have him for three more years, and the worst thing is it just seems like that, that you – lack of experience is going to show at the worst possible time for you. And, um, you know, when, when we look good, we look good. You know, when we look bad, we look bad. So, I mean, um, you know, it's, I know, I, mean, I know Gideon feels the same way. If, if we had, you know, some experience at some of the positions that we both rely on, then, um, you know, it would be a little different. But, I mean, again, you know what's coming in the future. You know, we get to see these guys for three more years. So, uh, I mean, there's there's no replacement for experience. I mean, a couple of years from now, we're going to sit back and we're probably laughing at some of this. So, uh, we're just we we really are. Man, me, me and him talk a lot, and we really are almost mirror images of uh, of each other. I mean, I know we have some upperclassmen on the line. I know he's got a you know a senior quarterback. We got he's got a little more experience there than I do, and. Uh, but, you know, the guy they got that was not the quarterback last year. So, I mean, we have a lot of guys come up from JV at the skill position. So does he. And, you know, he was, you know, a little bit just about in the exact thing, but really thinking about it, really. Well, speaking of JV, and that's one of the things, like I said, just had uh, Coach Diesel on, and he was uh, just uh, just complimenting you on the JV team. And on top of that, too, I understand. I was at the Down East Wood Ducks game last night, but uh, Jason Bryant, and I saw it, it was all over Facebook. It was a hell of a JV game last night, wasn't it, Coach? Yeah, I mean, it really was. I mean, uh, I mean, we had the league going into half, and 
Um, I'll give them credit. They come out, throw the ball right down the field, scored. I mean, they come out really poised. And um, everybody knows when you play Kenton, it's going to be they can be explosive and score at any moment. And, you know, they had a couple big plays. And we had a key turnover after we had a big stop on defense on fourth down and turned it over and gave it right back to them in great field position. And that led to the winning score. But, I mean, it was a great ball game. It really was both sides. And uh, it was a very physical ball game. I was That's one of the better hitting JV games you want to see between two teams. And um, I know I know all the kids pretty much know each other and, you know, play middle school ball and rec ball against each other and everything growing up. But that really was an exciting and entertaining football game last night. Very good. Well, listen, we are we will go into detail. You'll be joining us a little bit later today for the Reload Discount Drugs pregame show. Again, our second week in a row of being able to see the Blue Devils, and tonight they'll be taking on Kansas. But I would love to just get this from you. We won't get, you know, keys to the victory and all that kind of stuff from you, but would love to uh, just what have you seen from Kansas? You've had a chance to watch them on film, you know, for the past week. Uh, what has impressed you about Kenson that you've seen on, on film about them, Coach? Man, they're still explosive like they always are. I mean, you can they can be bogged down and they get one big play and they just feed off it immediately. I mean, they're still they're still Kenton. Um They uh, I mean, they can make some plays in space and they might be young, but I mean, they're not they're not scared to challenge. You. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna send it deep. They'll send it short. I mean, they're gonna make you make the correct uh, correct play, correct adjustment. Um, I mean, like I said, they're young, but I mean, they, they're still Kenton. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about that. Um, uh, quarterback, I, I don't think he's playing bad ball at all, Brian. I mean, he's, they're doing a little more than they've had to do in the past two years. Um, I mean, he is running his feet option a little bit better. I mean, his back runs pretty hard. I mean, I, I just, I know last year, I mean, they had that back that would run extremely hard. They got another good one. Um, I mean, everybody knows they got the explosive receiving core. Um, you know, and and they man, and the thing about them too, watching them on film, they rally to the football on defense. I mean, they pursue very well. They get after it. So I mean, it's not going to be an easy task at all. I mean, and, you know, we get to join the the great ECC conference play week <laughs> one. So I mean, you know, it's uh, we get ready to go. Like, and all the coaches call it. You know, after non-conference, you run through the gauntlet because nobody's got an easy week until you get to a bye week. You know, you're not going to lose that one, but it's it's getting ready to be a grind and pound, a grind and pound every week. So, well, Absolutely. Well, i tell you what, I can't wait. We're going to talk. We'll, we'll break down more. We did a little bit with Diesel uh, with his visit, but we'll do it with you with Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show with uh, a look at the East Central 2A as you enter uh, conference play tonight. We'll get keys to the victory and everything from that from you uh, when we uh, when you join us on the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show a little bit later today, Coach. Listen, Coach Will Harrell, South North, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. We'll talk to you later, sir. I right, appreciate it, bro. There you go. That's Will Harrell from uh, from South Lenore High School. And again, hey, don't be fooled by that score. I mean, yeah, they lost to Richlands last week, uh, forty-eight to nothing. It was closer than that. I mean, again, you fall behind 12 to nothing in the first two minutes of the game. And you've got to, and again, with him having the young, one of the youngest teams that they've ever had at South Lenore High School, varsity anyway. And it, it's just, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to get those kids' heads back in the game, but they did. It fell apart a little bit for them there in the third quarter. And, uh, but man, I, I thought a really good effort last week. I know Coach Smith felt the same way. Keith Spence felt the same way too. 
Very excited to see what's going to happen tonight uh, with South and Oregon Kenston. And you will be able to hear it right here on uh, betonthebull.com. Uh, get the free Bet on the Bull app or uh, go to 960 AM and you can listen to it on uh, any, any one of those methods right there. Okay, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We will come back and wrap up the Friday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It's Friday, September the 15th. It's football Friday. We've been talking about it all day. It's South of North Kinston Day here. Oh, that's a big game. It is a big game. Uh, but Friday, September the 15th, it's time to play the birthday game. It's that game that uh, Jonathan Massey won yesterday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Jonathan Massey's won three straight days in a row, John Dawson. Well, so what? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I care. The listeners care, John Dawson. Who are these mythical listeners? (laughs) Mythical. These alleged. These alleged uh, listeners. Uh, Pam Sheffield. She listens. She cares. Oh, well. Harry Cagle. He listens. He's your biggest fan, by the way. These are all people confirmed to have broken radios and they can't turn the channel. (laughs) No, that's uh, Mr. James over at uh, Linda's job. That is not a joke. We've talked about that before for for folks that maybe don't know it. Literally, in his car, his radio is broken and stuck on 960. So when he drives (laughs) in the morning, if he wants to have sounds emanating from his speaker. That's the one metric that keeps the lights on right there. It is. Thank you so much, sir. Absolutely. Is it this pitch that I'm talking at, John Dawson? That's what you recommended well, last you, week. Lower the pitch. Okay, I'll do my. Richard I Oh, jeez. <laughs> Just yeah. the, the pitch. The pitch you were doing when you were when you were sitting there trashing. Um, oh, never mind. I shouldn't say that. Shut up. <laughs> there you uh, go. Uh, off the air. Yeah. There you go. The hated Carolina Mudcats. That's who I was trashing. Oh, enough with. That. I heard some of that the other day. Like, God knows, son. Get a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, yeah, the, I, talking I about the decision of one executive, the players had nothing to do with that. Yeah, that's almost as insane. As and your he's Carolina even gone hatred. now. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. Say it again. That's almost as insane as your Carolina hatred. Oh no, my Carolina hatred is like the players, like the coaches, hate the team. Explain that. You can't. No, Let's no, no. I, I like the players. Oh, I like Lord. the coaches. I like the team. Well, I hate the it. fans. No. Are the fans playing? No, but well, then, Dad, you're wrong. But who do you hear more of? The coaches, the players, or the fans? I don't hear fans? anything from the fans. If you turn on the game. If they lose, the you co- definitely don't. If I turn, isn't that with every team? Oh, but, uh, I turn on the game. I hear the commentators. I don't hear the fans. I like the commentators, too. I mean, so I don't hear the fans unless I go. Unless you go look for them, you're not going to hear them. Uh, that's not yeah, true. Yeah, man. it is. It's almost it, Richard was on the show on Tuesday, obviously, in his spot. And it was almost like with the Cowboys. Hell, you this don't hear anything year. from the Cowboys. Yeah, you don't hear, but you don't hear anything everybody from the Cowboys. Said, everybody says that every team is quiet when they lose. Everybody says that about every team that's ever existed. Except for the Philadelphia teams. Yeah. You can't shut those people up. You can't win or lose. But that's why I respect Richard so much. Because that's Rich stays much, with us. <laughs> Go ahead, do it in your Richard voice. That's a little excessive, dog. <laughs> I stuck with Carolina. You do the, the best. You do the best, Richard Clark, other I, than Richard Clark. I stuck with Carolina when they were awful. I mean, when I was in grade school, there were guys that would switch teams every other week, but that, that's that's third grade behavior. You don't do that as an adult. No, you don't. Uh, how, how much fun did you have last night throwing out the first pitch there, Jonathan Massey? It was great. You know, uh, <clears throat> the Rangers called after. They signed me to a one-year deal. Um, said I had the best arm in the ballpark. Wow. I thought you looked pretty good. I thought yeah. you looked pretty good. So I'll be uh, I'll be selling beer down in Arlington next uh, <laughs> next spring. Throwing peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. 
bags of peanuts, not individual peanuts, because that would be that'd well, be hard if you threw individual peanuts. You know. No, I mean hard times, man. Some people can only afford one peanut. Well, like if you're throwing out candy at a parade, that's what you should do, and not throw out ten pounds the first ten minutes, and then have nothing for the rest of the parade. I take offense at that. Like Brian Hanks does. <laughs> <laughs> like the most fun thing though is throwing candy at kids. I enjoy that. Oh, part. he would like if he took them out. He would say, "Write down ten points for him." He was keeping score. <laughs> Are we doing that this year? No. You don't want to be in the parade. No. I'm, okay. My kid. I did it because my kids loved it. Now they don't. They're out. You know. What about your kid? I don't have any kids. No, we agreed to do it last year, and then for some reason i can't remember what it was oh i remember i'm not saying oh wait no i do remember now yeah yeah you can't say it on the air so keep oh moving. okay yeah okay. It, it dawned on me as i was saying it but yeah. um why don't yeah. i remember this we'll tell you after the show oh, okay promise. okay okay but maris Vance, come on please don't stop <laughs> but um, maris but maris would love to be in a parade maybe it's it depends on the time of day yeah with her you know you got to catch her in between naps you know, much like you. I swear I was getting ready to say, look, I love taking naps so much. Look at that door. What does that door say right there, John Dawson? Tell him. Stop nap time in progress. <laughs> Linda bought that sign to put on my bedroom door because. I got here today and somebody was still taking their nappy poop. I was taking my nappy nap. But it's, you know, it was 7 o'clock in the morning. So, you know. Why were you so taking anyway. a nap at 7 o'clock in the morning? I, I, I'm just trying uh -huh. to I'm trying to time machine stuff here just to watch the that vein in John's head bulge. <laughs> we love that, don't we, Jonathan? Yes. But last night, how much fun did you have last night? That was great. You know, they they had some good music playing. Uh, you got to see a good ball game. It's yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, there you go. For <laughs> sure. Okay, so uh, Jonathan, you have won. Three days uh, in a row. Three days in a row. You won yesterday, three to two. You now lead six days to four so far here in the month of September. Why don't you tell us about our uh, title sponsor, EO Goeco Office Automation? Well, you know, we had a great time at the ballpark, but you know where you can have a great time any day of the week? Goeco Office Automation. You go in there, you talk to Jock Passlake, you're going to get some tantalizing conversation. You're going to see some incredible products, and you're probably going to walk out of there feeling a lot better about yourself than when you went in because that's what Jock does for his clients. He said tantalizing. Yeah. I like that. That's a word I don't use. Have, do you use that a lot, tantalizing? Uh, only if I met the uh, slaughterhouse. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> How do we get in touch with Jacques? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about non sequitur, you just totally went off the reservation there. How you like it, pal? Uh, yeah, <laughs> good point. How do we get in touch with Jacques tantalizing pass a leg? You pick up the phone and you dial 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 53. 54. 54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. There you go. Okay, let's jump right into today's birthday game. Uh, and you get to go first, Jonathan Massey. Okay. One of the greatest all-time quarterbacks. In fact, I'm trying to remember who. I, it wasn't Tom Brady. Somebody was talking about all-time quarterbacks, and they named him number one, and it kind of shocked me. He never won a Super Bowl. Dan Marino. I didn't even get to – you just pulled a John Dawson there with uh, – The no Super Bowl thing kind of. Yeah, that's, yeah, kind of that's right. true. That's true. But Dan Marino, yeah. Sells good gloves, I hear. Yeah, the isotoners. And uh, was a pretty good actor in Ace Ventura. 
not really. <laughs> it didn't matter. It was still funny. It was funny. It was very funny. But uh, did you ever see Ace? You're of course. your shoulders all oh, okay. Yeah. The Dolphin was great. The Dolphin was very good. Uh, but Dan Marino, and I would have to agree. I, here's what I would love to see, John Dawson. Dan Marino at his prime playing football in 2023. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is they've got all these rules now where you can't you basically really cannot touch a quarterback that much if you even breathe on him hard you get a penalty so it's made defensive players well other than the ones that took out aaron Rodgers last week leonard floyd oh good lord but it's made these uh it's made quarterbacks just that much more valuable and dan marino was throwing for four thousand yards and all that and all these touchdowns what 30 years ago can you imagine what he would be today well you would in, you would have a West Coast offense, so not as much of running back involvement. You spread the wide receivers out. You're, you're usually going at least three wide. He, he'd set a record that would never be broken. I agree. I, he, he might even throw for 6,000 yards in a season. And I'm serious. I mean, what would that be over a 17-game season? Yes, I'm breaking out the calculator here, okay? John Dawson, let's see. Six thousand divided by seventeen. That'd be three hundred and fifty-three yards a game. Yeah, he would destroy that. I think he would. I really do. I mean, just—I was always a fan. I wasn't necessarily a Dolphins fan, but I always respected Marino, though. Yeah, he was. You're too young to remember him. Yeah, but he—I know he was what the '83 class, Uh, '83 or '84, one of those. But he was on four years ago. Good Lord. 40 years ago, John Dawson, that he was drafted. What a quarterback class that was. Marino, Elway, Jim Kelly, I yep, think. Yep, from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Eason, I think, was in that class. I tell you what, I got this Google machine right here in front of me. How about NFL draft quarterbacks class of I think it was 1983. <laughs> John, Todd Blackledge, who was really good. I mean, he ended up going to the uh, – he wasn't obviously at the no. level of these guys. Tony Eason, who played for the New England Patriots. Ken O'Brien, who played for the Jets. And Dan Marino is the, f- the only time six quarterbacks have been taken in the first round. <coughs> you ain't going to see that anymore. You definitely are not. But, uh, man, that was, that was a great class. But uh, but we're not talking about any of those other ones there, Jonathan Massey. We're talking about Dan Marino. How old is that dude today? 63. You say 63. John Dawson, how old is Dan Marino today? 64. Ah, he's 62, right? Yeah, 62. 40 years ago he was drafted. He was 22 when he was drafted, so that would be 62. I'm going to hit you with your own <laughs> computer. Please don't do that. You but, condescending uh, math bully. <laughs> math bully. I can tell you, I've been called a lot of things in my life, John Dawson, a Sitting lot. Sitting there talking things. to me like if he didn't have it in front of him, he would have said he was 90. Uh, what if I got to tell you? Says the man with the answers in front of him. Yeah, that's Ooh, my sorry. Yeah, that's my uh, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek moment. Yeah, yeah. but congratulations, John Dawson or Jonathan Massey. Look right at you, Jonathan Massey. You got that. Mr. One. Smart guy. There you go. <laughs> Coming up next, how about this? Uh, listen, I, I don't necessarily agree with the guy's politics for sure, but he makes a good movie, and, and to me, one of my top five probably favorite movies of all time was JFK, made by Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone, man. I mean, born on the 4th of July, that was a heck of I a movie. I saw that in the theater when it came out. I watched that this past 4th of July. Did you? Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, he I makes- couldn't sit through it again. 
once was all I could handle. Yeah. But yeah. Well, he also made uh, what was the movie about the two about the couple, Woody Harrelson and. Uh, yeah, I still don't get that. Movie. Yeah, but I they don't. drive through the country. Natural born killer. Natural born killer. Did I ever tell you this? And I we have talked about this before. That you know, I, obviously we I don't have the greatest relationship with my dad or whatever. But that came out in whatever year, 92, 93. and took my dad to the movies to see. That. Why would you do that? Because I didn't know what it was about, John Dawson. Obviously, well, the I title. Thought it was a, well, but I thought hint. it was like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of movie. And it was. Oh, and it was. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> on peyote. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see that? What? Born on the Fire. I mean, uh, uh, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. I, about 30 minutes in, I bailed. Dude. Yeah, it was uh, not the greatest selection as a 20-something taking his dad to the movies, okay? <laughs> he made the Doors movie, which he made up a lot of that, too. Yeah. But it was a good movie. He it's, makes good movies. If he wants to call them historical fiction, that's fine. But don't say it's accurate. Like I said, but at the time, I thought everything in JFK was was history. You know, now the magic bullet. Now, that was true. Well, that part. Well, it's historical fiction. Some of it's just weaved with truth and fiction. Are you a fan? Oliver Stone. Uh, I can't say that I am. I would say the guy's talented. And I've liked some of his movies as entertainment, but I will not take them as oh, document. Not. What about you? Eh, I mean, I like Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah. I, I have not seen JFK. You need to see it. Just for it. But bear in mind, like John said, it is not. It, there are some historical anomalies in there. So oh, well. Anomalies? That's probably the wrong choice. Historical inaccuracies. How's that? There you go. So, uh, but but it's entertaining. I mean, it is a good movie. Kevin Costner. I love the pacing. It keeps yeah. moving. Oh, yeah. It's such a good movie. But anyway, uh, Oliver Stone, John Dawson, how old is he today? 73. You say 73. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 74. He was born September 15th, 1946. So oh. he is 77 today. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You get that one. And speaking of born on the 4th of July, who was another one of those stars of that movie, dude? Tom Cruise. There was. No, he wasn't in. Tom Cruise wasn't in. Oh, I said born on the 4th. I mean, uh, uh, JFK. You're right. You're right. You're right. JFK. Well, there was 900 people in JFK. There were. going to have to narrow it down. Well, uh, it, Got Wayne Knight was in it. How about that from Seinfeld? Yeah. yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, okay. Uh, today is his birthday. Oh, okay. How cool is that that Oliver Stone and Tommy Lee Jones share the same birthday? But, uh, I, dude, he was awesome in that. I I love, what was the movie where he was chasing uh, Harrison Ford? The Fugitive, based on the TV show. Yeah. He was really good in that. Mm -hmm. What is his quote about? Check every outhouse. Out, yeah, yeah. Nah, okay, here's my Tommy Lee Jones. Ready? What I want from each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, and doghouse in that area. Okay. Did I sound like him? For the Could. sake of the show, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't tell you apart. <laughs> Thank you. It was like looking at him right in the face. If Dude. he'd been in a horrible accident. <laughs> You hit that button. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, you sound like a Wookiee there with that uh, wind down from your, your chuckle there. It comes with the trash tag. There you go. There you go. But that but that, that was a great quote, though. Yeah, you know? sure. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 81. You say 81. What do you say, Jonathan Parrot Dawson? He and Al Gore are the same age, but I can't remember how old Al. What did you say, 81? Yeah. That's right. They went to college together, didn't they? I think they roomed together, actually, yeah. at Harvard. That's right. Probably bought weed from the same guy. 
Um, 80. 80. You say 80. How about this? He was born on September the 15th in the year of the Lord, 1946. The exact same day, year, month, everything as Oliver Stone. Mm. How about when they were filming that movie together, they had birthday party. Okay, I just made that part up. I don't know if they really did, but that would have been cool if they it had. It was like a little homage to Oliver Stone. You made something up. Yeah. <laughs> Aha, yeah. I like we it. really need to pull this episode from last year because I feel like this is the exact same conversation. Dude, today is Friday. We've not done this birthday game four years in a row, and I'm pretty sure I have done this every year. You know what? I can look it up real quick. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. No problem, dog. Okay, let's see. Oliver, I did it last year. I did it two years ago on Wednesday, September the 15th, 2021. I... Oh, ah, I did. I did it. This is the fourth year in a row we've done it, and you guys still haven't figured it out yet. And we won't do it for a couple of years now because we, it'll be uh, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> September 15th. We'll be following on Saturday and Sunday. So how about that? You guys just don't learn from your <laughs> – you guys just don't learn from your uh, whatever. What don't you learn from? Your mistakes. History will teach us nothing, right? It will teach us nothing. So That's what Sting said. Four years in a row that we've done that. That's awesome. Okay, but who got, you got that, right? Yes. So it's two to one. Okay, we've got two <laughs> dead people now, okay? Yes. <laughs> Your excitement when we do dead people is disconcerting a little bit. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, okay? That's fine. There you go. Okay, uh, it, listen, this uh, baseball player <laughs> was born in Williamston. He went on to play for eight Major League Baseball teams, amassing a 314 and 265 record. He was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1991, and unfortunately, he died December 1st, 2022. So it's been less than a year since he died of COVID-19. He actually died of COVID-19. Uh, who is he? Give me two teams that he played for. The one, the most prominent team. San Francisco was the most prominent. They've got a statue. They're in fact, they're unveiling a statue of him uh, before the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I don't Goose Gossage? Uh-uh. I know there's a... Is it an animal name? Please, for the love oh. of God, who, say who it is. Gaylord Perry. Thank oh, you. Okay. There you go. Gaylord Perry. Dude, he played for, obviously for the Giants. That was his, the team he played for the most. But then the Cleveland Guardians. They weren't the Guardians then. <laughs> the uh, San Diego Padres. The New York Yankees. The Texas Rangers. He played for them in two different stints. The Atlanta Braves, Seattle Mariners, and finished his career with the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. Heck of a pitcher, though. 314 wins in his career. Uh, but he, like I said, he died just ten mo- uh, nine months ago. Nine months ago. Gaylord Perry, Jonathan Parrott-Dawson, it's your turn. How old would he be if he had not passed away this past December 1st? I don't have a clue. I'll say 90. You say 90. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 89. You are closer. He was born September the 15th, 1938. So he would have been 85 today if he had lived. So congratulations. Your fourth day in a row there, Jonathan Massey. You bang, bang. We're still going to do one more birthday, though. No. <laughs> well, it was fun today, guys. <laughs> he was the 27th president of these United States of America and also the 10th chief justice of the Supreme Court, the only man the only person that has been both the president and a, a, a member of the Supreme Court, it's Bob Keeshan. I don't know who that is. Captain Kangaroo. Oh. <laughs> kind of looked like him. What years? Well, he's the 27th president of the United States, so that would have been, what, 1909 to 1913? And then... Uh, Taft? 
Look at my boy over here. Dude. I was going to say Hagler, but that's close. What's what? Marvin. Half tapped. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I'm the only one on the television. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I'm proud of you, dude. William Howard Town. You know what the sad part is? The fact that you said he kind of looks like Captain Kangaroo was he a better clue. He does kind of look like Captain Kangaroo. That wasn't a bad uh, little uh, statement there. But seriously, I think that's very neat that he followed. If you remember, we did his birthday a year ago, and I Teddy just got Rose off a cruise. He followed Teddy Roosevelt. Followed Teddy Roosevelt and uh, was before Calvin Coolidge. And got stuck in a bathtub. Allegedly. I don't think he really did. I think it was just something that uh, people used to make fun of him because he was uh, girthy. He was girthy, that's for sure. Uh, he died in 1930, gentlemen. Uh, so he died 93 years ago. So how old today would William Howard Taft be, Jonathan? And I'll just say this. Remember, I went on, we went on a cruise last year, and I just got back and read this, basically the science fiction book about William Howard Taft. And the name of the book was Taft 2016 or something like that, or Taft. 2012 or something but he had disappeared the the, the uh, gist of the story was that he had disappeared into like a wormhole kind of deal you know like a time thing and he was rediscovered in 2012 and then ran for president in 2012 with some of the stuff and he was just such a progressive candidate even back in 1912 that uh that he was popular now and it was actually a pretty good book all right it stuck with me it was a pretty good book how many years ago did you say he died uh 93 what year was he born oh he almost got me and i'm not even playing i almost said 18 oh uh, okay so jonathan massey how old would william howard taft be if he were still alive today which according to that book he would have been 156 you say 156 what do you say Dizzle? 155 he was born september 15th i don't know why i keep saying that while you're holding my uh hockey van, stick yeah my van rams dick you stick don't have over to say that, that that perverted name just say hockey <laughs> stick. that's his name too much effort that's his stage name yeah which is why I bought the stick in the first place. But, no, he uh, <laughs> was born uh, September 15th, 1857. He would be 166 today. So congratulations there, uh, Jonathan Massey. You get that. You win today 4-1. to one. You have won now. <laughs> look at him. He, you've now won four days in a row. You, you closed out this week pretty good. Yeah, you know, you have a good week. You, you throw, out, throw out a baseball at a baseball game or a pitch at a baseball game with your two closest friends and you two. Um, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Well, very well, good. I, I'm assuming Linda and Laura are going to be there. so. Yeah. Well, it was last night, so you know if they were there or not. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> no, no, no. Leave that in, please. I, I love hate that. time travel. <laughs> time travel is fun. Okay, speaking of time travel, if uh, today is your birthday, I don't even know what this has to do with time travel. If today is your birthday, have a great birthday. We will see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by, all together now, Galico Office Automation. Hacha. <laughs> I love when we sound like a team together. That is awesome. Thank you to John and Jonathan for uh, the birthday game there. We've got a couple minutes here before we wrap up the show. Got to remind you again. Well, first, uh, listen, thank you. Go Equal Office Automation. Thank you to all our sponsors, LCC, UNC Lenora Healthcare, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, Arendelle Parrot Academy, Down East Protection Systems, 
King's Restaurant, the Kinston Police Department, Davis Wholesale Tire, Mills International, Rillo Discount Drugs, Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, the Down East Wood Ducks. Could not do uh, this show without all them and our Friday night football coverage too, which will be coming up here. Uh, actually, as we are live here in about eight hours, we will start our uh, pregame show, our Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. Myself, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith, Keith Spence, Jason Bryant will be bringing you that. We'll have Paul Whittington on the phone talking to him. He's not going to be on the sideline for us tonight, but that's all right. Uh, he is taking care of a baby boy, and we love that. So uh, that is at uh, at 5 o'clock today. Uh, you'll hear from all the coaches. We've got them all lined up. Uh, we'll be talking to them during the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. And then kickoff of the game tonight, South Lenore at Kenston. That'll be at 7 o'clock. And the pregame show, we're going to be doing all kinds of breakdowns, some historical perspective about South Lenore and Kenston. Historical perspective, you will get nowhere else on Parrot Academy and Rocky Mountain Academy, on North Pitt and Green Central, West Craven at Aiden Grifton, Jones Sr. at Lakewood. Uh, be sure to tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun for sure for that. Listen, I'm going to say it again, uh, as we did a lot in the first hour, if you missed it, uh, just uh, if you are not a, this is my, this is what I suggest tonight. Okay. Go to the down East wood ducks playoff game. Okay. Go out there. Uh, tickets are $10. Please support our wood ducks tonight, but take your headphones with you or take your earbuds with you and listen to, uh, coach Smith and, uh, Keith Spence and, uh, Jason Bryant and I call the South North Kinston game. But go out there and support the Wood Ducks, man. We really need to have a lot of folks out there to uh, support them. Believe me, if I weren't uh, contractually obligated to do my game tonight, I would definitely be out there too myself. Uh, but uh, good luck to the Wood Ducks tonight. Game three against the hated Carolina Mudcats. Uh, let, let's get that win, and then we will uh, have game one of the championship series Sunday at Historic Granger Stadium. Listen, have a great Friday. We'll see you again, like I said, back here on uh, betonthebull.com at 5 o'clock for the Real Discount Drugs pregame show at 7 o'clock for South Lenore at Kenston. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Thank you.